Welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm wow. Cole Stratton. I'm Vanessa Raglan. How are you, V? Good. I talked too soon. Sorry. That's okay. I sort of, <laughs> I sort of changed it up how I said it. Yeah, no, it felt weird. Just to make it different. Good. I mean, I can go back and do it like the same as no, usual. No, no. I love it when we make a difference in the world. <laughs> well, we really did. It made a huge difference. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks for coming to the show. So nice to have you. Uh, really fun episode today. Such a charmer. He's hilarious. Sweetheart and a charmer. Yeah, great guy. Whole package. Yep. Uh, his, he, we'll introduce him in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, hold your horses. Please. Uh, we'll just do a, a little bit of very, very quick housekeeping. Yeah. And we'll get right to it. Uh, we are uh, pretty much listener supported. We have a straight sponsor every once in a while, but uh, your donations help us to do this show. You make it happen. And if you go to our website, popmyculturepodcast.com, there's a donate button and you can click it and help us. Yeah, any amount helps. And yeah. we'll give you a shout out on the podcast if you do so. They're pretty special. So we'll do a bunch in the next episode. And uh, yeah, so thank you guys in advance for that. You can also get our t-shirts on the website that we really like if you go to the merch button. Yep, they're really cool. They're designed by Dave Perillo, who's an amazing artist. Um, super soft and comfy, made by Headline Shirts. And uh, there's a bunch of uh, podcast uh, running uh, gags on it. Yeah, there's basically. nothing not to like about that top. <laughs> it's a really great top. There you go. <laughs> uh, so hopefully you guys will purchase one of those. Those helps too. Yeah. And uh, you can also email us. At info at popmyculturepodcast.com. We read them all. We'll respond to them all. And, it's uh, so nice to hear from you. Yeah. Guest suggestions always welcome. We are in Los Angeles. so <laughs> <laughs> as much All as... these Eastern European people, we can't get there. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bram Stoker can't get to them. <laughs> um, nope. Uh, so thank you guys for getting in touch in advance as well. And uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Oh, yeah. Go to iTunes. <laughs> You know how to do it. Yeah, you know how to do it. Uh, leave a uh, five-star review is always nice. <laughs> it doesn't hurt. But we thank you for coming to the show. We do. And a uh, very fun guest today. And uh, let's get to him, shall we? Let's get to him. I love him. All right, here we go. Uh, our guest today is a fantastic voice actor. You know him from things, uh, well, he's Master Shake on Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Venture Brothers, several other things. Dana Billings. Schneider is here. Hello, Hello, Dana. Hi. Hi. How are you? Welcome to the show. Wonderful. Well, How are you? you? I'm, uh, I'm great. I waited until we were on air to compliment you on your glasses. I really like them. Mm, thank you. You're the welcome. The clear version. I, yeah. I wear the same frames everywhere. But you have different... But I have different colors. Opacities. If you go to Saul Mascot, they, uh, they have, like, they've been making the same, like, eight frames since, like, the 20s. <laughs> Find changed. a good thing, it yeah, works. they don't change. <laughs> I like that. But this year with the new clear ones, new... Uh, Very cutting edge. A little too daring. It's, I don't know. Uh, extra stylish. <laughs> Has it changed your life? I wear them. Wear like knee socks. Look like a crazy oh. like German architect. Uh, <laughs> I wear my shorts. It has not changed my outlook. Okay. You don't wear glasses, though. No, so I'm always interested in what's going on and jealous. It's a different culture, Vanessa. Part of the four eyes. Yeah. Club. <laughs> yeah. Maybe someday. Like, I don't get a. Do you wear contacts? I don't. Yeah, I don't either. Have you ever tried them? I've never tried them. The idea of it stresses me out. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm just... Really? I, well, for me, it's like there's not that many things where, like, I can't wear glasses if I need... You yeah, know what I mean? Right. Like, I mean, I do play softball in glasses, which, yeah. but it's fine. They don't fall off. Yeah, it's, it's not like... I mean, I've rarely had my glasses. I can't even remember a situation 
that my glasses has fallen off. I've worn them on roller coasters. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, they fit on your face. They're like... That's the idea. They're yeah. supposed to stay there. Maybe my face is so, like, gummy and greasy. You do have a really gluey their, uh, face. Yeah. We live... <laughs> keep pushing it back together. <laughs> we live in a golden age right now where glasses will stay on your That's face. Right. Oh, my gosh. Under most circumstances. Yeah. <laughs> Our forefathers knew this was coming. Glasses I did uh, think amazing. of one thing that was probably the only good thing to wear. Contacts was skiing. Because I wear my glasses, but they, they, you know, they get all foggy. Fog oh, and, yeah. Uh, Weather. And you can't wear those, like, big ski goggles. There is Why that. Not? I mean, like, oh, if, because they don't fit around. Fit yeah. I, I think if I'm eating, like, like pho or, like, hot soup or whatever, there's lots of steam coming off of it, like, I'll take my glasses off because otherwise, it's like, I look down and it's just, yeah. Or, you know, like, Another you know. one of Cole's pho stories. <laughs> Forget about it, Vanessa. Forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, I started us off there. No, it's good that we, we cover glasses technology. Yeah. I think that's what most listeners. I've always are here. been so jealous. I tried to lie on an eye exam in high school. I did lie, and I got a prescription, but it was like the lowest prescription possible. Yeah, the barelyest. Yeah, the placebo prescription. And people like, kept saying they were I'm fake glasses, and I was like, no, they're real glasses. I have a prescription, but they would try them on, and they did seem like fake glasses because it was such a low prescription. Yeah, nobody was shocked. Uh, oh, it must be terrible being able to see. It yeah. is. Without having to wear the most stylish accessory ever. (laughs) I also wanted braces really bad. What? Really bad. Who wants braces? I got those. It wasn't as fun as I thought. Yeah. But you didn't like them? No. But I thought I was going to love them. What's the like? Wow. (laughs) I wanted a big backpack full of homework, all those things. (laughs) I want glasses, braces. uh, Like the biggest backpack. I was so jealous of people with huge backpacks. I'd wake up in the morning, I'm like, where are you, Zitz? Come on. (laughs) Come on. Come on. To me, that Every night, smearing Crisco in my face before I went to bed, just hoping I'd wake up with one of those those magical popularity makers. I would only eat Taco Bell. Yeah, all day right. long. Oh, darn you, complexion. Perfect complexion as a kid. I would wear, I'd get a Taco Bell taco, open it up, and just place it on my cheeks with the meat, rub the meat on my face. Oh. No, another day with alabaster porcelain like yeah. perfect yeah. complexion. Perfect. I'm looking like a Disney princess every morning. Yeah. yeah, I could see perfect. Uh. Perfect. I'm cursed with this perfect skin. <laughs> 2020 vision. Ah, it's the worst. <laughs> Damn you, Gene. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so the uh, the Olympics just ended. Yes. After 74,000 days, it feels yeah. like to me. I'm like, I'm always excited about it at the start. And I'm like, oh, it's still going. That's still, still happening? Oh, still... Still doing that ski jump thing still. I guess they haven't figured that one out yet. My, my TV like, shows uh, aren't back yet. Yeah. Mm. Did you hear that girl at the... Uh, the the girl who died like two and years ago that scattered her ashes on the on the on half the pipe on the on the snowboarding half pipe. But so how'd she do? What was her scores? <laughs> bronze. <laughs> bronze. Great. That's right. Perfect. Yeah. She could have, you know, stuck the landing a little better. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it was all over the place, like really. Us, like, well, so her parents, like they're they want to like visit her ashes or whatever. Like they got to go to like Sochi, Russia. Well, it's to, weird because the coach smuggled like, her in. Yeah, in his like snowsuit and different pouches. I guess I'm I'm using all the right terms. I'm pretty sure in his snowsuit so, that he yeah, wore on the airplane. Yeah, snowsuit. Um, but he had to do several runs down the hill to like disperse them all. But I was thinking about that conversation like between the parents and the coach. Yeah, like. Like, did he take those? all the ashes? Is there, was it some of them? What? Because, like, 
a lot of people don't realize you get when you're like cremated. There's like a lot of ashes. It's not like the little box at the end of the movie where they're on the bow of the ship and like just a little bit. Right. Go, no, it's like a it's like a garbage it's bag. It's a situation. Of, uh, yeah, it's like a five pound bag of potatoes of just uh, ashes. You know, like oh, that's like when they say those people like that, and it happens all the time that they'll. Like someone will die, they'll cremate them, and then they go onto the haunted mansion and they spread the ashes while they're what? on the ride. Yeah, people do it all the time. What? Yeah. Wait, why do people do that? Because you know, it's like, hey, Bob, Bob loved the haunted mansion. He loved Disneyland. Is that a thing? Like the haunted mansion yeah, is a place so. to scatter ashes. Yeah. Well, you know, well, plus you know. it's a potential free ghost for the ride. Yeah, free ghost. <laughs> That's but how they my, keep it. Yeah, fresh. my friend like works there. He goes, I don't know why people do it because as soon as we see someone doing it, the ride shut down. He's like, if you want your friend to. End up in a shop vac, do that because that's exactly what happens. They shut the ride down, they kick everybody up, then some guy with a shop vac comes and just vacuums up the ashes and they go in the dumpster oh in the back gosh. of Disneyland. Like, that's it. How like, romantic. Yeah, like, you know, at least you wouldn't be a dude, like, go maybe in the plants or something. Yeah, like, go to like, like, around uh, a little bit. The former Tom Sawyer's Island, which is not that's like right. yeah. Pirates. Or at the Dole Whip stand. Johnny Depp's house. Yeah, like, just lives scattered in the Dole Whip lines, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to place. So you can get the Dole Whip a little bit faster. Please put me in the Dole Whip. Put me in the Dole Whip. Yeah, a friend who works there. Just a real little bit. Thousands of people eating you. And the, whip. And the happiest place on earth. That's right. Did you guys see the closing ceremonies? No. I saw the one part where they had the fake ring. I saw that on the big. internet. Yeah. I, that was like Way to the go, only Russia. time I was watching. I'm like, what are they doing? Oh, God. All right, fine. Okay. All right. I mean, I was I, I was on Sunday, and I, I do Sunday night bar trivia things. So they were on on the screens there, but there's no sound. And so those, those did you guys see like the giant bear and bunny and no. like I heard about like, them. oh my god, it was Wait. the creepiest thing I've ever seen in my life. Everybody in the bar like stopped drinking. We're like ah were nightmares. They people Grown, in costumes. No, they're these giant things. They're like hundreds of feet tall. Like at the bottom, there was like a little like car being driven by a person or whatever, right? And I think they're controlling. It's like a giant like like a fake walk with dinosaurs thing. <laughs> yeah, kind of. At the top of the thing, like they had a face that was like photo, like semi-realistic. Like I uh, think that they had like, oh yeah radio the controls. Stuff or, it wasn't even that. Like oh. it was an actual thing that like they had controls that could like make it smile or wink or whatever, right? So there's three of them, and I and I had no sound, mind you. So Who I had no idea Russia? what the yeah. I'm sure yeah. So she, uh, I had no, I I, didn't, I couldn't hear what was going <laughs> on, which made it even a little more terrifying because like we had to try to follow whatever story this was. Yeah, right. So there's a bunch of mirrors, and then they moved around, and then finally there's a giant Olympic torch and the bear, which is kind of the main one, the bunny and the puma or whatever it was. Fuck those guys. The yeah. bear, Russian the bear, bear comes up. Come Russian bear, he comes up and he looks at the flame and like keep in mind it's, it, it sort of moves like a giant Macy's Day parade uh, float yeah, so yeah. it's like balloon so it's kind of like bobbing back and forth a little bit while Almost it's like it's underwater right like. <laughs> yeah exactly so, so it's doing that thing and then it looks at the Olympic flame and then all of a sudden it goes it opens its mouth and then like this jet of cool air comes out to like look like it's his breath blowing out the flame and it extinguishes the flame what? but it's really creepy looking yeah. and meanwhile he's like you know weaving his head back and forth oh, while he does like it Stevie wonders yeah and then wow. a single tear comes out of its tear ducts <laughs> and goes down his cheek everybody at the bar was like ah no no some of the single tear was like one of those people just dressed up and like all <laughs> shimmering, shimmering down the bear's cheek it was I'm getting to be the cheek of the tear watch for me to it was, a, it was a gymnast from Nairobi. It was their one yeah, part. Right. You know? <laughs> I did not meddle, but oh my I god, teared. it was the creepiest thing ever. And like this whole thing, and then there's of course there's like huge confetti flying and then fireworks and like 
it, the thing dollars. had to cost like over like billions of dollars. Like it yeah. was spectacle ridiculous. always just frightens me. It's so weird. Like I watched the opening ceremonies. It's like the weirdest thing. It's like its own form of weird entertainment. These like massive, like weird, large moving groups around in shapes. And, yeah. Like, they're just like all just like making shit. Like that weird thing at the beginning that was like they were like ballroom dancing. Oh, but yeah. like it was just like a thousand people. Like so all many things. people. Like, it's so and weird. Who's and, orchestrating all this? Yeah, it, all just it hardly ever has anything to do with out. anything. Like it's yeah. nothing to do with the Olympics whatsoever. It hardly has anything yeah. to do with the host country sometimes. So there's yeah. a very loose narrative that like you're sure someone could describe in a yeah. really thick accent. But all you have is just <laughs> someone saying, because they, they have to tell you like, now we're moving into the industrial yeah, age, exactly. which is uh, uh, by the giant gears. And um, and the little girl just swinging from the ceiling. And the, okay. the hopes of the future in this form. A small child. <laughs> right. so it's like some kid touching something and then crazy shit starts happening. When I, when I see that everywhere. for you know, an hour plus, that kind of spectacle, it gets me stoked to see somebody try to do pommel horse. You know? <laughs> so it really does its job. Now I'm ready for the main attraction. It's stuff like that that makes me a little crazy when you know that the cost was like ridiculous. Oh. And I'm always just like, or we could not do this and feed some people. Yeah. We could have I don't know. fed and housed every single person he kicked out of Sochi. Yep. That they move to like those hotels and to get them out of the town for probably. But we five need to years. build the bear. <laughs> Ooh, build a bear's biggest job yeah, ever. That's right. <laughs> we got a real tall no, order today. Not the little one, the and big one. There he needs to be able to cry. Yeah. He needs to be able to blow out a giant fire. I don't know. There's just a bunch of parts in these bins. <laughs> or the guy shoes. Okay, well, let's get you over to the stuffer. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds perfect. Now this is going to probably take a little longer. Uh, <laughs> Four four days to inflate the. Uh, Have you guys ever built a bear? Uh, I've perused the build a bear workshop, but I've never uh, built a bear. I haven't built a bear. You did? That's Some, right. Oh, built, someone built one for uh, yes. you. My wife made one. What a that's gesture! Remotely look like her that then it squeezed the hand and it's you know it's got like it's got red some... hair it's like the only thing it looks like it it has red hair and it's wearing clothes it's just like, like that's her. like the, yeah exactly she really squeezed boiled the down the essence yeah she yeah, really got exactly. it exactly really see what do I be bare for I definitely wear clothes and I guess and I definitely I have, have my hair, hair. And it's red <laughs> I'm going to someday but I've never done it it's good to have goals. I know. And they well, we got all we got, got to reach for something. Yeah. That's right. That's what these hands are for. These long <laughs> arms we have. <laughs> so the I, uh, uh, oh sorry no no go ahead no you go ahead no this isn't no I'll fun. go ahead just you, kidding I don't know no now you have to go you command <laughs> oh it. I would still be about build a bear you guys <laughs> we <laughs> could spend more time in build a bear if no, you feel we need to I guess I'm done cover. I bought tickets for an event today that I am very excited about ooh build a bear live no <laughs> build a bear on ice <laughs> uh, live one day only two performances a two p.m. and an eight p.m. at the La Mirada Theater for Performing Arts, Jerry Lewis Live. Whoa. I am uh, extremely excited about it. Nice. <laughs> I saw him a very oh long time ago. Oh, my gosh. I just hope it's I not mean, him just sitting the title, in a chair. It's hopeful. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. you sure you want to Keep put going. live on there? It is over a month away. <laughs> We're being optimistic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw him a long time ago, and he was hysterical. What and I know, how like, old is he? I mean, he's got to be. In his 90s? No, I don't think he's that old. Eight, I think he's got to be, yeah. 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 I would think so. But he's got that weird disease now where, like, 
He's like all bloated, like he has like just like a, the world's superest barrel chest. Right. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, uh, maybe he's Pat. I don't know. <laughs> it's gonna be either the most saddest thing I've ever seen, or the greatest, or maybe the middle. Or both. Yeah, they both somewhere in yes. the middle. It was sort of like when I years ago, maybe ten years ago, I saw Brian Wilson from mm-hmm. Beach Boys at uh, as part of British School Benefit up in Northern California, which is the thing Neil Young puts on every year. It's all acoustic, a bunch of different bands or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So Brian Wilson played. And they play, he played Good Vibrations, you know, great. Everybody goes crazy or whatever, right? So, like, 20 minutes later, he's like, hey, can't, uh, can't leave the stage without some more uh, Good Vibrations. And oh, goes into no. the song again. Oh, no. And, and everybody, like, it was not mad with any enthusiasm. Everybody yeah. was just kind of, like, confused as if, like, this was, like, reinventing the wheel here. Like, wait, the same song twice in the same set? This in is a 20-minute set. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in your 30 minutes that you're allotted or whatever. And just, it was so, everybody's like, Whoa. I don't know if it was because like was it finished. a really fresh take on it the second time? It was the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It was so weird. It was. I wonder if like maybe they came out under time and then he just looked to the wings and it was just like uh, uh, vibrations, good vibrations. Uh, can't go anywhere without good vibrations. <laughs> so bizarre. Because it was wow. kind of weird. It was like one of his first shows back from like doing things yeah, again yeah. and like yeah, it was so weird. I had a weird experience like that too. I went to see. Uh, Spalding Gray, uh, you know, the monologist. Yeah. Like right after he had had that car wreck in Ireland and he started working on stuff. But it was like, and he did his interviewing the audience. He, the first half was like the first half of this piece he was writing that was because he got in a car wreck in Ireland and then he was like, you know, like uh, paralyzed on half his body a little. He still walked, but like, and apparently like took, totally took the, just the will to live out of him. And so the first half was about that, like in the hospital, the people are smoking. But then the second half, we did interview in the audience. So he brought a couple people up, you know, one at a time. He'd be like, so uh, what's, what's your name? And they'd be like, you know, you know, they're all like giddy, like, I'm Sarah. <laughs> okay, uh, what, what do you do? Where are you from? You know, I'm from Altoona, Pennsylvania. Okay, uh, what's your name? Oh, like, it was no. just like that, sort of like, oh, and everybody was like, oh. But then, like, some people were, like, leaving, like, oh. and I don't know if they were just, like, this is outrageous or, like, how I dare he or, this. like, I can't watch. Yeah, right. It's too uncomfortable. And then, me. like, it was like a week or two later, they, he, you know, he went, he disappeared after that because he, you know, he threw himself off the, whatever, the Staten Island Ferry. Right. But it was like, ugh. I'm like, well, you know, it can't say I'm, like, super surprised, like. <laughs> There is that thing when, like, you know that, like, people are getting on and you're like, if I don't go see them now, I might not ever have a chance to see them. But I don't even know what this performance or this thing is going to be like because it could just depress me further. Yeah. Or it'll be great. And is it better to keep them pristine in my mind? Yeah. It's like seeing, like, old relatives, like, you want to go see them in the hospital? No. No. I have only good (laughs) memories of them. I don't want to picture like, yeah. Like demented and not knowing, you know, it's like ruins you. Like, right. oh, like my brother went and saw our, our grandmother when she was very bad, and he came back just like ash. And I'm like, what? He's like, don't ever go. Like, I don't know what, <laughs> what happened. Like, I don't know. She was just screaming and like crazy. Like, Aww. okay, I'm pretty glad I did not go. Like, it's terrible. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, well, let's talk about something fun. On that super company uh, uh, note, so talking gonna, about death, <laughs> uh, ashes scattered. <laughs> We could um, just stay on. So we'll, we'll do some more depressing dementia. stuff. Yeah, I figured we got yeah. a sad one coming up. But uh, let's talk about something kind of fun. Oh, okay. um, Though I'm probably the only one who's seen this. The Lego movie 
has made 180 million and counting. It's this giant runaway hit. They've greenlit a sequel. Everybody loves it. I can't. I haven't seen it yet. I saw it like four days ago. It's I wanted to talk about this today. Pretty fantastic. It's fantastic. It's really good. It's like charming. It doesn't do any of that horrible like DreamWorks classic DreamWorks stuff of like pop culture references like. Uh. Like, all of a sudden, they're at a Starbucks, but it's like Lego bucks or, you know, <laughs> right. Star Bricks or something. Like, they don't do any of that bad, like, it's just, I thought it was like, I think it was maybe the best movie I've seen all it's year. It's really weird. Yeah, it's it's so inventive and great. What I loved about it, too, was like, it's not like, it doesn't pander to kids and it's no. not like a bunch of fart jokes. Like, because there's some, tr- there some trailers before it. Yeah. I'm trying to think which trailer it was, but they made like three different butt jokes like mm-hmm. in the trailer. And I was just like, Jesus, come on, guys. Can yeah. you not like – kids are smarter than you give them credit for. Yeah. Plus adults want to go along with this. And if you do something smart like this, like adults will want to see it and might not even mind seeing it multiple times mm-hmm. when their kids drag them. Yeah. It was weird because that's, that's a, like a total instance I feel that had terrible trailers. Yeah. I saw that – I saw two of those trailers at least. I was like – I don't know if I want to watch this. Yeah, I, I've only it seen looked trailers like too and I thought busy it was like, weird. I didn't know if I was going to. I talked to my friend Andy. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to like handle the animation of just these Legos. He goes, No, you, you totally forget about it. Like within seconds, it was so great though. It's so good, and like I like that they used Legos kind of for everything. So like when there was water or whatever, it was Legos. Yeah. When there was like you know the like move, some, motion things, some truly like incredible animation in there. Yeah, some really good some stuff. Of the, yeah, those that, those waves and like just very very. Do you guys know how long it creative. took to make it or anything? It took a while. Twelve years. I think you're lying. Uh, how dare you? I think you're lying that you think I'm lying. I think you think I'm telling the truth. I do think Well, you're the sequel the is supposed to come out in like May of 2017. Okay. So obviously it takes a little you while. You think that, Lord Kind of upset the same guys aren't writing it, though. Yeah, I'm not sure who they tapped to do that. But because those guys did an amazing job. Like the script was really sharp. It was really good. Yeah. And it like it really had like a surprising like final act. Like mm-hmm. they really did a good job, sort of yeah. tipping towards it. And then like there are spo- you could, there are a lot of spoilers there are in that actual, movie. That, yeah. Don't do you it, could, guys. Like, <laughs> they're all chicks. Oh and, and they, no, and they, she's a dude. <laughs> and they basically took like the plot of the Matrix more or less. Like that's the I would yeah. call that like the the basic little, yeah. like thing that they the blueprint for it. But then it has like great themes of like just be yourself, do what you want to do, everybody's special, like that yeah. kind of thing. Like without hammering it over, hammering you over the head with it, it's mm-hmm. like really, it's really good. Yeah. It's surprisingly it has good. Such a light touch, and there's like great jokes, and yeah. Now uh, what I'm worried about is that now any other sort of building toy is going to get a movie now. Yeah, of course. We're going to get Lincoln Logs, yeah, the movie. Exactly. <laughs> oh, God. And it's really long. It's, it's really, like yeah. four and a half hours long. Monotonous. Yeah. yeah. Werner Herzog is directing the Lincoln Log movie. <laughs> I looked at the logs. Because <laughs> it's such like a... In theory to me, I was like, why would I want to see that? Legos. Like, it was a mm-hmm. toy I enjoyed when I was a kid, but the whole idea of Legos is that it can be anything. It's not anything specific. Yeah. So you can buy different sets that are like, you can build a DeLorean, Back to the Future Legos, or yeah. whatever, because they give you the pieces that will form that. But otherwise, it's like, build whatever you want, which is sort of the idea of the movie. But, like, in theory, it's like, come see this thing based on this thing that was just a connective thing yeah. as a toy. <laughs> and, like, why would, I, why would I be interested in that? I feel like, too, like... It, Legos have become sort of less 
imaginative as they used to be. You know, it'd be like you'd buy a box and it'd be like, hey, make a house. My nephews but like that was about it. Now they're all kids. like, yeah. yeah. Now they're all like, it's Harry Potter Legos yeah. and and uh, the Lord of the Rings Lego sets. And they're like really specific. It'll be like, yeah. like special Hagrid and Buckbeak. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, which aren't just like the regular old yellow head with the little nipple on top, right? To hold the hat. <laughs> they were, like what I forgot was how expensive Legos really are. Like, yeah, because when you're a kid, you don't really know. Like, you, you get them bought for you, or yeah. you occasionally buy like you buy one yourself, but it's like one of the little boxes. Yeah, it's like the, a motorcycle yeah, guy and right, a stop exactly. sign. Has like, twelve pieces yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if you want like a big like it's a pirate ship, it's like eighty to one hundred and fifty dollars. I like, looked up just. I was talking to my buddy about it the other day. We looked up online to get there is a Lego movie set. Obviously, there's. Several of them, yeah. but there's one of like the bad guys' lair, which has like comes with eight little people, and it's not much. It's like a wall and like a weird thing holding the thing, you know, like a little sort of like a fake ray gun type thing. But you know, it can't be that big. Ninety three dollars. Yeah. There's this Ewok village my nephews want so badly, and then I looked at it, it's Lego? really cool. Yeah, a Lego Ewok village, and it's three hundred dollars. Yub yub. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a Simpsons set that just came out that my friend bought. It was two hundred fifteen. Is that their house? Is their house? That, that I saw that. Like, it's incredibly detailed. It made me go back and start looking up Legos. I'm like, oh, what's uh, what's going on in <laughs> Legos these play days? With? <laughs> you know, in my day, uh, we had a red car that was pretty awesome. Like, what the hell? Simpsons, everything. I mean, there literally are Back to the Future Legos. There is a yeah. DeLorean and Doc and Marty thing that I sort of want to get because it's rad. But Damn. you know, it's but then you're like a Grown adult, yeah. Together, but Legos there's a whole thing. Don't touch the coffee table. AFOL, <laughs> all the pieces separated. It's called adult fans of Legos. AFOL. It's a thing they throw around online. It's and also like the there American are football huge. League. Oh, is it? Yeah. American AFOL. AFL. Oh, oh yeah. This has a O. Oh, oh a, a that's fall. how they're that's how they're a really fall. distinguishing themselves. But there's like a friend of Legos. Ron Bond over it. Are you a friend of Legos? <laughs> yeah, I'm a friend of Legos. That's the password. Follow me. Brick, they put their bricks together. Yes. Pass. Nipple to hack. My friend is a super big Lego guy, and he does like, you know, he'll do like mosaics of people's face and Whoa. stuff. And you know, like how they people do that pixelated art. He'll do that, but out of Legos. He did. Uh, we did a show together that he was a des- he designed it all called Code Monkeys. And it was all like in that old like I don't know what it is sixteen bit or whatever video yeah, game the I think eight bit Nintendo yeah. looking like but he like made portraits of all the characters like full body but just in Legos like you Whoa. know they look neat they look well they look like those <laughs> and that stuff it looks great but if you're like wow how about and no, so no detail then white brick for the eye yeah exactly perfect but it looked it looked exactly like it on the show. <laughs> But he makes tons of stuff. They are neat. I mean, I would love to just sit around and play with Legos all day. I would want to build my own stuff, though. I don't like following a kit because then you can fail so easily. You can't yeah, fail. Yeah, you forget when you... one little brick. And you're yeah, like, ah, I forgot the hinges. God, <laughs> take it all apart again. Like, I ruined right. it all. Because they don't yeah. give you the step by step instructions anymore. It's just like step one, all these pieces. Step two, yeah. finish thing. <laughs> oh yeah, they're all in little baggies. Yeah, you should like look like, of it. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, happy. Trembling four days, still no Legos out of the bag. (laughs) Just the base plate there. This is a lot. This is a lot. Why did I commit to this? That's when all of a sudden you order Lincoln Logs. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You know what I don't have this problem with? 
Good old fashioned Lincoln Log. <laughs> Which is where I found them. Uh, built a cabin. That's right. Built a cabin. <laughs> uh, now making a really long, skinny cabin. <laughs> and this and is after a that, fence. I'm do a really wide, fat one. <laughs> and here's some train tracks yeah. next to a cabin. Well, there's, no, there's not a working fireplace, but there is a chimney on top. <laughs> uh, sort of a fake house. That is true, though. Like At least with Lincoln Logs, if there's an apocalypse or something, you can make a fire. Yeah, I feel like uh, from Lincoln Logs, though, I probably could make my own cabin. Because I know you got to notch the end, then oh. the other part crosses. Real-life right. skills. Yeah. You don't get that from... Lego. I, mean, I can't I lay bricks by doing Legos, but I feel like a little bit I could be like, well, I mean, assuming I could like not learn how to notch a log, but <laughs> I don't know how to do that. But. Just make a bunch of dado joints. That's actually what that is called, a dado wow. joint. Oh, I learned that in woodshop in seventh grade. Uh, dado joints. Yeah, I do a lot of woodworking, so I know all about dados. So. <laughs> um, have you guys heard about the uh, the lady that wants to be a Barbie doll? Yeah. It's really sad. Wait it's a minute. so sad. So there's this woman. We're on a toy kick. Bonnie Bartlett is her name. Bonnie Bartlett. This is a quote from her. I just want to be the ultimate Barbie. I actually want to be brainless. I don't like being human, if that makes sense. Natural is boring. I would love to be, like, completely plastic. She had five boob jobs, chin liposuction, Botox, and uh, which male suitors have paid for. And she's oh. using hypnotherapy to become brainless. It sounds like she's well on her way. Yeah, I think she's, she's almost there. Brainless? You're probably You're already there. there. We're pulling right up. That's the, the last guy. He's gonna, yeah, one of these male suitors of her is just going to get her a lobotomy. Oh. And we'll just put her plastic up in the in the uh, insane asylum. It's all fun, but like whichever guy is suiting her, you know that she's going to want you to turn into Ken, right? You're going to be a eunuch, yeah. <laughs> means, Ooh, you have nasty parts down there. Let's smooth, smooth those out. Like beautiful Ken. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's had, she's, yeah, she didn't say she had all her genitalia removed. <laughs> yeah. um, she just has like tattooed smooth on mounds. underwear on the bottom. And it's like smooth, weird, yeah. Nipples removed. That's, no, that's, that's like gross. That's like cat lady. Remember that lady yeah, in New York? Jocelyn like, yeah, Jocelyn Yeah, had like those big weird Cheek crazy implants. cheeks that looked right. like a lion face. I don't... But I don't dude. think she was trying to look like a cat. I think the New York Post just called her cat lady. She wanted to look like a cat. I think that was the whole thing. I think she was obsessed with big cats. Maybe she was afraid of dying and thought she'd get eight extra lives. <laughs> <laughs> I thwarted fate again. Implant kind of my whiskers. <laughs> Uh, but now she's curious about everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, string, come on. <laughs> to get out a flashlight and have so much yeah. fun with her. Where's uh, your wife, Jeff? Uh, she's under the chair over there. <laughs> she's curled up. Uh, I, I don't understand are these guys who would buy these for this woman. I know. Like, like what are the... they like? What do you? Okay, you're. A, I'm a very rich person. I'm dating you now. I want to be like Barbie. I want. I want another uh, face operation. All right, hey, whatever makes you happy, sunshine. Yeah, what does that look it seems like? It's a lot of her. Like, I think maybe, it's her yeah. going like, "Hey guys, I want some more fake boobs. Help!" And then guys are like, "Here's ten thousand dollars. Get your fake boobs." I want more. They're gonna info have to wait a long lady. time, though. I mean, surgery. That's not fun. And oh. recovery. That's not fun. It's not like. Go shopping on Rodeo Drive. It's yeah, like, right. Hey, you're committed Let's to really helping Let's go shopping for boob operations. <laughs> to cut me open. <laughs> yeah, right. Ooh. They should do a Barbie that's like 
post-op Barbie, and they, it's just oh. like it's black and blue. Yeah, it's just her covered with all the things that'll happen if you try to make yourself look like yeah, a Barbie. Yeah, right. Def- uh, one breast implant broken. And the towel. I remember I spilled on myself earlier and I wondered if it made a stain. That's why I was just checking. Stain free. Stain? Nope. Stain free. Since 03. Stain free. Well, no. no. Sadly, not. <laughs> Body image is such Maybe like a. 903 this morning, but. <laughs> Body image is a tough thing. A lot of people struggle with it. I mean, everybody does a little bit. Sure. But, like, there's an extent where, like, you know, just yeah, part your hair. <laughs> We're nice yeah. clothes, but like you don't, like don't alter yourself like crazy. I mean, I, mean, I wonder when people a very do that Amish too. approach to beauty call. Part, part your, your hair, part your hair, brother Yoakum. <laughs> Raise a barn, yeah. right. make some butter, <laughs> and just enjoy life. Make them fireplaces for the commercials. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> like I, like that lady when she got one done. I always wonder, like all those people, like Mickey Rourke and all those people. The, who's the other? Mary Tyler Moore. Those like super. Do they look in the mirror and they're like, oh, my God, what have I done? Even like Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Giant lips now. She's like a monster. She looks like a monster. Bruce Jenner. Oh, well, that's – I don't know what (laughs) – There's a lot going on. But like do they look at themselves and do do they sit there and say like – Got it. Fantastic. (laughs) God, why didn't I do this 30 years ago? Like are they doing more because they liked the first one or are they keeping to try to correct things? Yeah, like that's what I wonder. Yeah, like are they doing more because they think – Oh my God! I did. Can it get I made better a, than this? I've made a terrible mistake, <laughs> but I can't ever tell anyone I made a terrible mistake because I have to live with my gross, weird face now. And I'll just maybe if they I'll put a chin implant and it won't look as here. weird. And then like one year later, and the bandage is off. Oh God, no! I made Uh-oh. a worse mistake. Okay. Well, maybe they'll take it out. Maybe if I put cheek implants. <laughs> It'll counterbalance my new humongous chin. That everybody ends up looking like they're a cartoon by that New York dude. What's his name? Um, Liefeld? Al Liefeld or whatever it is. He does those like drawings of everybody. These- oh, Al Hirschfeld. Hirschfeld oh, yeah, yeah right. They, they end up looking like Hirschfeld drawings, like with exaggerated yeah. versions of yeah. whatever they had. And, like I get like there's a short, there's a shelf life, especially for actresses in Hollywood, that like when you start to get older, the parts disappear. It's tough. But I don't know if it does you any service to then alter yourself to look like, oh, they've had a ton of work done, and now they're yeah. weird looking. Like, yeah. is, is Meg Ryan getting tons of parts now? No. Would she have gotten more parts if she just let things alone? Yeah. I kind of think she would. I feel People so get too. older. It happens. People who are older who get parts are going to get the parts, whether they have their do their fate. Like, do they and really usually think they're, they're age appropriate parts? Yeah. It's not like the forty year old woman with a lot of plastic surgery is getting twenty year old. No, parts. yeah, she's not playing like, <laughs> like nobody's right. fool. Yeah, yeah, or like even like I watch like I don't get like every guy. I did a show, a live action show for Adult Swim called Your Pretty Face Going to Hell. I had to dye my hair. And immediately I looked like 20 years younger. Like immediately. (laughs) Because when you get a beautiful face like this, uh, the frame can do a lot. It can do a lot. Uh, But I was like, wow. But then I started watching TV. Like, why the hell? Like, why does everybody have dyed hair on there? Every guy has dyed hair. Steve Carell, dyed hair. Uh, The guy who did my hair would do it for uh, what's-his-nuts. David Duchovny, and, you know, like on that California Cation show, and he always yes. has stubble. So we had to dye his stubble every single day because oh it would gosh. look gray. But I don't understand why. What's, What's wrong? With I mean, people gray. have gray hair. 
No, not a lot of people have gray hair this on TV, town. I guess. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or they'll do like die, 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 stop dying when it's just like shock white. Like Ted Danson or the Now uh, you're the a silver Bob fox Barker. and it's okay. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and what they need to realize now is with HD televisions and stuff like that too, it looks terrible. Like it doesn't like – you could get away with yeah. it before when the resolution wasn't as high. But now yeah. it's like I see all these shows and I'm like, that guy's wearing tons of eyeliner. Yeah. That guy's wearing tons of lipstick. Yeah. Like stuff that's like – it's <laughs> gross. It's like – But to be fair, you are watching RuPaul's Drag Race. But it's just so weird to me. It's like why don't just yeah. – like why do his lips need to pop? Can't they just be lips? <laughs> yeah. Like just let him not wear lipstick because right now it just literally looks like he just had a strawberry popsicle. Mm. It, ma- it makes me up. feel like there's just all these actors in Hollywood like running around who are so worried about how they look. That's like that's all they're worried true. about. Like, I think that's 100% true. It, it, it's like you've got to be like one of the most paranoid industries of yeah. – it, it's so weird. I don't get it. As long as we have Paul Giamatti just being Paul Giamatti, (laughs) we'll be okay. As long as we have Paul Giamatti and Harry Dean Stanton around (laughs) the universe. Natural beauties. Yeah, exactly. What's his name, too? Uh, He's never... Bruce Dern. Yeah. Like, these guys anchoring us to the earth still. uh. Well, Bruce Dern made them dude Nebraska in black and white. He's like... (laughs) Out of his vanity. (laughs) I'm not dyeing my hair for three months. I sat next to him on a plane flight from Burbank to Las Vegas. And he was like way in the back in like the worst seat you would pick for yourself was the one he picked. And just the whole time he had this little like sports betting form that he was like pouring over. Oh like I'd be like, wow, I was like, Bruce Dern is gonna drop he's gonna he's lose gonna go rain of dollars this weekend. <laughs> or yeah, or he's just gonna like I put one dollar on the Eagles game please. You know, like it's like he either he's like a, 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 a like degenerate gambler or, the or just the world's most person. cautious. But like he loves it. Like, yeah. like what's the minimum bet? Uh, that'd be a dollar. It's like, okay, I'll do a dollar. Ah, <laughs> oh, what the hell? I'll do a dollar. Um, <laughs> what a thrill. Yeah. He just <laughs> reads it for the articles. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's betting way in the future. He's like, yeah, $20 right. Seattle Seahawks, 2032 yeah, yeah, Super Bowl. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to be around to see it, but my grandkids <laughs> might be. Well, it's so weird. It's just like a little spreadsheet. Like it was like an Excel spreadsheet, but he had it was folded into like the size of like a little like a like a bus schedule or like the size of like a concert ticket or something. Weird. And he was just like Jeez. hunched over it and just like mm, had like two sides. He like <laughs> look, he was like cross referencing. Like, well, if I do this one, I'd have a dollar left for the you know. Like it was so weird, but I was I just kept like looking out of the side of my eye as hard as possible. I'm like, I don't know what Bruce is he Dern still is at doing. It? Like, what is he doing? Like, he was worried about like people getting off his notes. You know, yeah. just keep it. Yeah. You're not going to bet on Syracuse. I got the fake one on the front to throw the suckers <laughs> right. off, and the real one on the back. <laughs> Cleveland Browns to win the Super yeah, Bowl. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, Funny. oh Bruce Dern, Bruce, you old so and so. Thanks for making an appearance. Thanks. I saw that movie in Nebraska, but I fell asleep accidentally in the last part. I was like watching it. My house, or no, it was on. Uh, you know, you get like the screener thing, but it was right. one of those yeah, digital yeah. ones. Oh yeah. So I was watching it on the plane. I'll see you miss the end part, like when it all turns to color and there's Munchkins. Yeah, and- I know. <laughs> it's real like, magical. Oh. Like I really liked it, and then I like fell asleep. Like, well, did. 
Did he get the insurance thing or what? Like, I'll never know. Don't tell me about. I really tell. dug it, but it was one of those things that was like it's a character study. Not a lot happens. And yeah, I yeah. Think, I think it's one of those movies that a lot of people actually walked out of. I read a lot about that because they're like, "What? Nothing's really? happening." But I thought it was great. People walked out. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Whoa. Um, I know. Abrupt transition. Yeah. Hey guys, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about this. this is breast tax. <laughs> breast tax. Uh, turn on the screws. <laughs> so you came to that project in kind of a very like casual away right yes well i auditioned for it but i uh i knew uh i went to college with the girl who went to high school with dave willis and he called her because they were trying they were all they are all in atlanta you know and i lived in new york and he called her to see if she knew anybody who had a whatever kind of interesting voice because they couldn't find anybody in atlanta because they're all like super excuse me (laughs) well (laughs) <laughs> get She's getting up. emotional. I just Bruce Stern there a moment. Uh, 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 totally forgot what I was talking. People in Atlanta were yeah, all right. They so were all like radio guys or something, you know, like hey, it's me, Mister Master Shake. Come and match all the fives. But so then I just left a voicemail and auditioned over the voicemail, and that was that. Amazing. You the rest know. is history. You uh, just never know. Yeah, I like I'm that going you're a to feminist. do a. Yeah, well, I know your history. <laughs> uh, Jesus was a black woman. <laughs> Thank you. That's right. Fascinating story. Yeah, I know. No, it's uh, good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of razzle dazzle in yeah. the way you told it. I was just thinking. I have to. I have a recording for that right after this. I have oh, to you go do? To. Yeah, but it's for new. I don't know what the new season's going to be called. They've they've changed the name the last. I think last three. I think it went to Aqua Unit Patrol Squad, and then it was Aqua something, you know, whatever. Right. (laughs) And then it was Aqua TV Show Show was the last season. So I have no I'm sure they'll change it again. It's going to be even fresher. That's right. They're like, they do the same joke every time. They're like, it's a totally new show. They do it every time. I'm like, guys, no one thing. I don't, like, I get the joke, but it's I not. I hope you like, guys are having fun. It's not hysterical to me. Like, that in an interview, you'll say, like, it's a totally new show about four guys who live in a house. I'm like, it's still the same, the same joke now, three years running. We were at Comic Con last year. He's like, it's a totally new show. Uh, we're done with the old thing. I'm like, they this get it. They're on to yeah, us. Right. <laughs> uh. <laughs> They're going to turn. The fans are going right. to turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're the rumbling. But I don't know. They, they have their fun. They have their fun with that. <laughs> and it's still rolling along. I mean, was it t- over 10 years ago that the thing Yeah, I think it up? came out. I think it, the first one came out in 2001. Oh, like, oh uh, wow. But it was contractually had to air the pilot because they had to air it within... 2001 year so that it would the budget would count for a show that aired in 2001 it's like some weird tax oh. legal purposes oh, wow. so it was like half finished probably the next year is when it really came out but I think they've done like I think this is 13 or 14th season it's crazy I think that and South Park still trucking along it's the two uh, jewels of the crown of animation <laughs> <laughs> what's weird cause most things like have a shelf life of a couple seasons especially if they're animated or whatever yeah. like they get three or four yeah. or whatever and then they're they retire and, and that's successful that's yeah pretty and you guys got a big screen film which is yeah, a rarity that was very exciting well too. 
Yeah, that was very exciting for that. You know, I was driving down, like, I don't know what it was, Sunset or something the other day. In my super Hollywood convertible. Story, yeah. uh, that's a Hollywood, everybody. Uh, <laughs> but there was like some, there were like these two big adult swim billboards. And I'm like, wow. And never once, never once has Aqua Teen Hunger Force got one of those billboards. Oh, really? So it's like for some show, you know, whatever. Uh, some show that's been like had one episode. And maybe that's why they want to do it. But like, you just think one time, maybe be like, well, all right, guys. We Let's know you've throw done 14 this 14-year-old seasons. a bone. Let's uh, <laughs> give this a little... Uh, we're like, every time I go to like a, you know, upfronts or something, I feel like Aqua Teen's like the toe-headed stepchild of all the adults. <laughs> <laughs> so like, hey, we got the new Will Ferrell show. Here's Will Ferrell. He made one 30-second show. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, get out of the way, guys. You guys, we're from... <laughs> uh, the guys are from Aqua Teen. Tell them to get the fuck out of here. I don't <laughs> see them at all. How dare you show up to this? Sounds like a good nurturing environment. That's right. <laughs> and honestly, it's the show I associate most with adults. Me too. Like that's yeah, I what feel I like think immediately. Uh, yeah, I mean, when it was out, I remember it was just like when it first came out. Like I was like, ooh, I'd tell my friends like, ooh, I got on a cartoon. <laughs> and they like watch it. Like I don't know if that's really a. What if I call that really a cartoon, like animated? Like, they're like, what is this supposed to be? I'm like, I don't know, but it's cool, I think. It's like, me on there. Yeah. Like, I lived in New York. Like, so I like to, you know, tell my agents, I'm like, no, no professional knew what it was whatsoever in New York. They're like, I don't know what, I don't know what that is. Oh, you mean like The Simpsons? Like, sure. Mm, sure. Sure. Yes, absolutely. Very yeah. similar. But then I came out here, moved to Hollywood. Hello. Like way. everybody was like, but they were overly fake. You know, they're like, oh yeah, absolutely, I know. Uh, with the Aqua Force thing, yeah, I love that stuff. <laughs> so, but do like you go and we'll tell any agent here anything like, hey, I do, uh, I did a website of you know farting dogs and like, uh, oh yeah, yeah, love it. Fantastic, <laughs> been blowing great up. stuff. The great. Best. Buddy of mine sent me a link. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> we were just <laughs> sending that around yesterday. It's really fantastic. It's <laughs> really a pilot for uh, Brewster's betting pages. <laughs> uh, the original. That I would. No, watch. it's really great. It's really good. I really would watch it. that. Black did, and white, right? It's really did good. you move out here for your work, or what got yes. you to the Los Angeles? I was in New York. I, you know, all I did was theater and stuff. Yeah. But I started doing all this little stuff. But then I moved. I came out here to visit my friend, and while I was there, my agent in New York was had an agency here. And they're like, "Oh, you should go see the Holly. Stop by at the ICM when you're in LA." And then I did, and they were like, "Hey, uh, could you actually maybe?" Come by tomorrow. I'm like, okay. I'm like, here's 10 auditions. Uh, oh, wow. I know it's like, I was here for, I was visiting for like two or three weeks, but it was like every day there was like. Work to be just had. Just tons. And I like walked in there. I was like, whoa, there's a, there's Mark Hamill. Wow, there's Lorraine Newman. There's a <laughs> Eddie Beeson. I'm like, everybody I know is like a big voiceover guy. is like in this room and they're all talking overly loud to each other <laughs> in a small green room type setting. Everyone's and, trying to out Yeah, I was like, everybody, like Maurice LaMarche and, you know, all, all these guys. I was like, this must be the place to be here. Like, I feel like this is, this is probably good to, to be in this room right here. And I talk like, yeah, I kept doing that all the time. <laughs> I'm uh, lilting, I'm lilting. Yeah, well, I'm, little, I'm so giddy, I'm lilting. <laughs> So we did a we did a Venture Brothers panel at Sketchfest this past year, which was a lot of fun, which Dana participated in. And you told a story about uh, a, a very odd uh, voiceover audition slash record. I think it was a recording for Squidbillies at a Target. Oh, that's right. I had like uh, 
it was like one of those situations. I think it was Squid. Yeah, it was Squid Billy. It was like one of those situations where like they needed like, you know, one line like a, or a syllable, something. Like they needed one little thing and like they needed it like immediately. Immediately. They're like, well, I'm a. Uh, I could go back. I was not in my. I wasn't in my house. I was like in. I don't know, Florida or something. Or was I here? I don't know. It's unimportant. I think I was here. <laughs> yeah. Were we doing the betting? St- I yeah. think it was the betting pool. <laughs> my bookie. Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were. Where was your bookie? <laughs> but like, yeah, I had to do it like in a in a. I went into like the dressing room at the Target and like just recorded on my iPhone. It was just like a screen. You know, I had to be like ah. <laughs> Sand, <laughs> you know they had like they just did, like one little tiny piece, but it was so it was so weird, and it, it was like. But then I like walked out, and, you know, trying to just like, <laughs> like I was like, that's what those like weirdos who like go and like masturbate or something, but like but they like, just like walk out like oh, I didn't do anything weird at all just in there. Trying on pants, yeah, <laughs> just trying on some guy just want a pair of Dockers. Uh, <laughs> It was like people it was were like, such a like, flattering mm-hmm. fit. Yeah. I let that noise. You know out. what? I'm going to take two pairs of these. <laughs> these cut my ass in such a way. <laughs> I would be remiss not to yeah. purchase them. I'm going right. to get the the olive as well as the khaki color. <laughs> Sir, you don't need to do that. We know you're lying. Sir, please leave. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to take these up to the front to pay for them immediately in the cracker aisle. Shove them between the paper towels and the. I'm just going to walk through this aisle first, of course. The and ultimate And invented story a crime. huge backstory yes. for your Ah, <laughs> yes. uh, you know what? I don't have time to buy these right now. My Would you hold these for me? Yes. <laughs> your granddaughter. Yeah. Uh, she's, oh, God, these texts are flying in. I can't even explain to you. I just, but I will be back. I'm late for my Korean war veterans yes. uh, meeting. I was in Korea. Uh, uh, but I do a lot of service. I got to go thank them for their service. I will, I, oh, God. Oh, God. Support our troops. I'm freedom USA. Just start chanting. You get everyone at the target chanting USA. And then they carry you out to your car on their shoulders. <laughs> Seriously, I do not have a car. I need to be put down. all the way back to your house. Uh, left on Colfax. Oh, um, it's going to get a little congested yeah, exactly up here. Right. Uh, maybe we should have gotten off on Magnolia. I, that is the thing I hate the most about. I think we have the worst chant I hate that USA. Just saying USA. I hate when they do that. Who it's, has a better one? I don't know. Well, all the people. Russia. Russia. No, but you know, some of them do like in South America. Like, rhythmic and fun. It's like, flavor, yeah. It sounds like, it just sounds like a group of zombies doing USA all the time. It's like, and it's like overly aggressive, like, I don't like the aggressiveness of it. Yeah, it's like, it always puts a... Just America, taste. we're okay. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, that's your big one. Yeah. In a large group, that could be yeah. really pleasant. Yeah. United yeah. States of America. Exactly. United States of America. We're okay. okay. Exactly. There you go. We got a lot of, I mean, we have a lot of options. Not a lot of, yeah. not every place has a that's lot of true. options either. I'm okay. You're okay. USA. USA. We're not that's right, everyone. <laughs> we're great. <laughs> we're content. 
<laughs> We're content. We're content. USA. We're content. Put it on a license plate. Put it on a t-shirt. Put it on a flag. Yeah. <laughs> put it on a hat. Uh, let's do first. Contented Great. states. <laughs> we do a different first question every podcast. It's Ooh. a different first from life. Uh, this is episode 141, yeah. so we're a little deep. We're deep cutting. Deep uh, what was the first celebrity death you can remember being really affected by? Oh. This has been a lot lately. Yeah. I do remember. Jim Backus. Mr. Magoo? Mr. Magoo, Mr. Hal. I distinctly remember sitting in my room when I was little and I had like a little black and white TV in there and like Entertainment Tonight was on. And it was like, Jim Back is the beloved Mr. Hal. Like, I, I think all I knew was that he was Mr. Hal. But I was like, That's Whoa. enough to get to you. But I was like, That guy's still alive? But he's not anymore? <laughs> Wow, Mr. Hal died. Aww. Like, wasn't like I'm a humongous, you know? When I, I like, I distinctly yeah, remember it. Like, I, I would like to track down the footage of Entertainment Tonight of whenever that, because I bet I, I mean, I just distinctly always remember that little picture in the corner, and like, you know, they were like, beloved, he was also in whatever, you know. I wasn't he like Great a giant eulogy. or something. Like, whatever. Whatever. I mean, I mean, he's not here, right, guys? Let's just get Let's the just throw him on the half plate. Uh, we could talk all day about the guy, or we could get out there and start hitting on them cheese cubes. <laughs> cheese cubes. I'm looking at you, Miss Back, Mother Backus. You with me? Oh, you're right. Oh, Dana. That's no fun. wonder he loved you so much. How about you, Vanessa? What do you remember? Mine is more embarrassing, almost. I... The only one I remember being really shocked by is Anna Nicole Smith because it was mm. so tragic and messed up because it, she'd been like such a joke for so long that when something really bad happened, I just remember thinking like, oh my gosh, this is the scariest business for people to go, like, you'll get yeah. killed by people. Yeah. It felt like such a horrible, horrible, sad thing because nobody was afraid to make fun of that person and, you know, smear her and do all these things. And she was so young and then... Like, oh, a dead person now. How does that feel? And didn't her kid die before she did? I think her, her son little, died. They, yeah. like, her little boy did. And then her daughter is still alive. But she, the daughter was like two or three yeah, or something. Yeah. It was just so... And that creepy, like, that man. creepy lawyer guy. Like, what's his name? Howard Stern? Yeah. It's but he was oh, like right. exactly. Esquire. <laughs> so weird. and uh, such a t- That's a terrible... Th- I like, just remember that feeling like... Ew, that's a, a murder thing, and it shouldn't be in pop culture. You know, I, I don't know. That's the first one I remember really, like, being disturbed by. That is disturbing. I think the one that affected me the most of the time, and this is going to sound kind of weird, too, was probably Walter Matthau. Mm. Oh. The reason I say this is I was a huge Matthau Lemon fan growing up, and, like, you know, I, I came out here to be an actor and that whole thing, and, and like... When, you're, when your Walter heroes Matthew. start to die and you don't have yeah. a chance to ever work with them, because in yeah. the back of your mind you're like, oh, one day maybe I'll be, yeah, to be yeah. in a movie with them, even if I'm just there for a day or two or whatever. Yeah. And it sort of happened like I did an episode of Nash Bridges that James Gammon was on. I was a big James Gammon fan. Oh, sure. And he was super great. And we talked. I think we talked about Michigan State basketball or did something. Did he die? He died, yeah, a couple years ago. Oh. And, uh, and at least I got to work with him. So when he died, I was bummed. But I was like, but then I had this nice memory of like yeah. being on set with him for a day and working with him and knowing him. And he was a really nice guy. Yeah. And everybody has great things to say about him. Like, great. But for Matha, it was like, and, and Jack Lemmon died like within a year after him. Yeah, which was right. sort of fitting in a sense that mm-hmm. they went out around the same time. Yeah. But like when he, when he went and then Lemmon went, I was like, Jesus, like these are two guys that I revered and just love their com- yeah. timing and everything they ever did. And like, I never, never will get to work with them ever. I feel bad about that too when I when certain people die. I'm like, well, there's another one I will never um, have any brush with greatness with. No feather in my cap. Yeah. There. 
Like yeah, when the for- Simpsons stops, I'll be like, hmm, another show I will never be on. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> I'm mourning for the show, but I'm yeah. mourning for right. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but mostly for me. Like I love James Garner too, and he's still around. Yeah, but you know, like I don't know how much longer in a sense too that you know. I'm super worried about Carol Burnett. That's my person that I'm like. Yeah. No, oh sure. No, 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 no. Like, she I'm- just did something. Uh, yeah, she was in the Lost Tonight Show. I know that. And then oh, was she? She the last the last Jay Leno oh. Tonight no. Show. I think. I feel like she just did like a, a theater thing in New York though. Too. Oh really? Like, uh, she did. Yeah, she's been doing a few things like that. Yeah. There's another one with. I just gotta track her down. Plastic. How would you? You won't recognize her anymore. She's she's People another one of those. The billboards. Don't point me in the right direction. <laughs> Those plastic, uh, plastic surgery. Because it makes you look so young. Yeah, it's so young. Ah, you look like a young, youthful monster. Hey. You save mm. five years off your age, and you look like a monster. Yeah, you know, it's like wow. you're you're Svarsantine. <laughs> All right, let's do my questions. Uh, this is a uh, you actually you grew up in Las Vegas, correct? That's right. Well, I moved uh, there when I was six years old. There you go. Well, uh, this is a this is a Las Vegas casino hotel quiz. Oh. I'm going to give you a listing of things associated with the particular Vegas casino hotel, and you tell me which one it is. Oh, okay. Um, currently opened, or who knows? These are all currently open. Okay. Uh, so there's no like old school all right. stands or whatever right, that are right. gone now. Um, all right, number one. Ooh. The Fun Dungeon, Tournament of Kings, Dick's Last Resort, oh. and the Steakhouse of Camelot. Excalibur. There of you course. go. Some of these will be pretty obvious. Yeah. Uh, number two, Lax Nightclub or LAX Nightclub, the world's strongest beam of light, and Pyramid Cafe. Luxor. There you go. It's Game, like, dead dead, dead giveaway, giveaway on there. the strongest beam of light. Uh, yeah, well, I can't not describe <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, number three, Volcano, the Beatles. Mirage. Love. There you go. Right. Siegfried and Roy's Secret Garden in Dolphin <laughs> Habitat. <Yeah. laughs> uh, number four, Hollywood Theater, Brad Garrett's Comedy Club, Tom Colicchio's Craft Steak. Oh, that's uh, MGM. It is MGM Grand. Uh, number five, the Grand Canal Shops, Aquanox. Uh, uh, the Venetian. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty great place. Uh, the Joint, Mr. Lucky's, Nirvana Pool. Hotel Casino. There you go. Do you know about the gambler special at Mr. Lucky's? Uh, what is that? It's You ask for it. It's on the menu. It's uh, a steak, three shrimp, mashed potatoes, a little side salad, and I think a drink, and it's seven dollars and seventy-seven cents. <gasps> what? Yeah, there you heard how it here, guys. Is, how big is this steak? <laughs> it's decently sized. It's not a bad cut. Wow. I don't know how you had it. Have you I've had, had it? it? Yeah. Wow. I've had it. So, like, if you go to Vegas and you go to Mr. Lucky's of the Hard Rock, ask for the Gambler Special. It's not on the menu, and they will be like every day. Like, if you have the Gambler Special, yeah, every day. So just order anytime, so, anytime. Wow, hey, Mr. Lucky, seven seventy-seven. Because the big misnomer about uh, Vegas is that buffets are cheap because they're yeah, not. They're, they're crazy expensive. Are. They're all ridiculously yeah. overpriced. They're not cheap. You can't yeah. eat for cheap in Vegas. That's it used to be. Yeah, but that's gone the way of the dodo. Yep, it's gone the way of the topples review and uh, <laughs> the smarmy lounge singer. Right. Same thing with the shows. Shows are not cheap there. Like, yeah. you no. be like it'll be like you know. Huey Lewis, and you're like, oh, I want to yeah. go see Huey Lewis. Yeah. It's like $180. $480. Yeah. And you're like, Jesus well, it used Christ. To be, you know, like they had all that stuff, and it was really cheap to get you into the casino knowing yeah. that there would be all these enticements like, well, let's go have dinner here because it's cheap, or let's go see this cheap show. And then on the way out, well, maybe I'll just gamble a little bit, right. Stern would say to himself. <laughs> now it's like, oh, wait, they'll still come, and we can charge, make a profit off the they're food and the shows, too? They're stuck here when they're here? 
Oh, wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> Blue Man Group. Yes. Add another show to the yes, roster. Blue Man Group. <laughs> you will do ten shows a week. <laughs> Bloomin'. Um, all right, number seven. Uh, Anthony Cools, the uncensored hypnotist. Gordon Ramsay's steak and the Arc de Triomphe. Oh. Paris. Yeah, See, the last thing we give away. Oui. I like the idea of the uncensored hypnotist. Yeah, I like. So long. All right. Put your dick in your mouth. <laughs> Come on. So Come glad on. I'm doing a show where I can finally say yeah, that. Finally. You're not going to remember putting your dick in your mouth. Yeah. So just put your dick in your mouth. But I will. <laughs> and, and sleep. Yeah. sleep. <laughs> uh, number eight, 1,149 foot tower, top of the world, level 107 lounge, and the sky jump. Stratosphere. Yeah. Correct, Amanda. I would never do any of those things. Oh, are you kidding me? No. Oh. Bob Stupak owns that place, or used to, who was the, the uh, what was he? He ran for, like, mayor of Las Vegas was this several times. And he always lost, but he was, like, a real, like, he's, like, one of those classic old school, like, kind of weird, rich gambler dickheads. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like there was this great thing, like, when he didn't, some lady was like, Mr. Uh, Stupak, how did it feel to lose the mayoral race? He goes, just fine, sweetheart. Like, smacks her on the face a little Ew. bit. Like, yeah. like those old, like, movies were like Frank Sinatra, where he's, like, smacking, like, I have more power than you do. <laughs> just FYI. Yeah, yeah, just so you know. You're an object. If you, sm- if you treated me like this, I'd kill you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number nine. Conservatory and Gardens, Dancing Fountains, and Todd English's Olives. Bellagio. Di Bellagio. I, I stayed there last time I was in Vegas. Nice, nice place. That's uh, a great place. Really cool. Uh, and number 10, this is going to be very easy. Oh. The Bar at Times Square. Big Apple Coaster. <laughs> Gallagher Steakhouse. It's a trick question, man. P.S. I wish it was Gallagher, like the comedian Gallagher Steakhouse. <laughs> they just smash steaks For at the dessert? Table. Anybody want some watermelon? <laughs> uh, no watermelon here. You sure? <laughs> you sure? <laughs> table <laughs> size? Um, no, I'm pretty sure we don't want any watermelon. You're in Gallagher's. It's a specialty. Okay, fine. Uh, New York, New York. Just there you go. Record. Uh, I, I, my wife and I went to, when we were there last time, great place. We went to Sinatra's that's at the Win. Oh. And it's like super fancy. Like it was probably the most expensive Italian restaurant I've ever been to that still we got like, you know, it was like, I'm sure there's more expensive, but it was like pasta. Still. A plate of pasta was like $45. Like, Worth it. Yeah, it's great. Like I had a steak, so it was like pretty much the same price. But it's like has nothing but pictures of Frank Sinatra in the whole restaurant. The menu is like, Black patent leather, and then in gold, like Sinatra's signature. But then you open up inside the menu. The first page is a picture of Frank Sinatra and Steve Wynn together, like sitting by a piano. See, we were buddies. This letter that was like, hey, when I opened the new Wynn, I wanted to dedicate this place to my favorite performer, Frank Sinatra, and I know he'd love it, and blah, blah, blah. But just like larger than life-size portraits of him, head to toe, all through the restaurant, his music playing... It's like if it was anyone so else, it would seem whole, very creepy, of Mr. Wynn. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> whole thing is just—it's just an expensive name drop for Steve Wynn. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I knew Sinatra. Here yeah, exactly. Yeah, my buddy would have loved this. And my buddy Frank. A little case in the front that has like one of each of Sinatra's, like the Oscar and a Grammy and a something. Yeah, it was either this or the Smash Mouth restaurant. <laughs> he was gonna, my second favorite group of entertainers. <laughs> I'll have the uh, somebody once told me fries with the uh, side of walking on the moon mayo. And, I hate uh, this. 
fake restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Guy Fieri is the head chef. Fieri, yeah. Awesome. He's just back there. Just, <laughs> just like throwing food on a grill and like not really caring. Donkey sauce for everybody. Just like sauce bottles. There's like, no just napkins. Like a, it's just sweatbands. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. May I get the lady another sweatband? No, no, I'm good. <laughs> Fuck no, man. Let's party. I needed a restaurant called Shitty Bands. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing is like everything on the menu is named after some shitty band. That... Chumba Wumba House like, Salad. Like, but it has to be like a good <laughs> shitty band, right? Like a recognizable. Yeah. One's just like, of. oh, this was my brother's band, uh, you know, Ripped Band-Aid or something, uh, <laughs> you know. I don't know any of those types of bands. <laughs> like, I really don't. This is about pop culture, but I, like, don't know any popular music whatsoever. You're doing just fine. Past, like... The, the 50s, maybe the mid 60s. <laughs> like, I couldn't tell. I, I, about four years ago, my friend was like, You should just listen to this. Like, I know who the Beatles are, but I didn't know they had half those songs. Like, I was like, Oh, that's a Beatles song? It's like, God, these guys had a lot of stuff. They made so many I mean, songs. I'm sure there's people that are era specific that could work for that. You know, like, uh, Jerry and the Pacemakers, Mark Bourbon in your drink. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Like, I get it. Thing, <laughs> yeah. I recognize most of the bands by you know their name, but like I couldn't, I couldn't tell you what they, what's a, like a song of theirs unless it's something. So but George Thorogood, Bad to the Bone. <laughs> I know that one. Like I, I think know. you've got all you need, then, buddy. <laughs> That's right. You could slay at any yeah. cocktail party. I did get the new Daft Punk album, though. Ooh. I did. Uh, I felt very hip about that. I was like. <laughs> I'm just listening to Daft Punk. It's like my friend like, my clear shuts fuck up. What are you actually listening to? I'm like, hey, it's uh, with uh, Parl Williams. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, shut up. <laughs> Put All right, on your weird it's my big turn band. for my questions. Well, your questions. These Have are you ever met an Olsen twin? No, I went to I went to junior high with a girl named Gina Olsen. Okay, that's pretty I close. I think she had twin pretty sisters. Pretty she was a Mormon girl. She had like seven <laughs> brothers and sisters. <laughs> that's I'm Olsen's sister. Okay. But not a Olsen twin. We'll move on. <laughs> Very disappointed, but I'm going to work So it's a it. no? That's a no for Olsen twins. Oh, stop the recording. Stop yeah. the tape. Stop. We're done. Get out of my house. <laughs> I've got betting to do. Uh, you've angered a wizard, and he's giving you an option between two punishments, but you do have to choose one. Either... He's going to turn all of your appendages into tentacles, mm. but you live your regular life. But you do have well by regular, you mean yeah, your new found just lying squiddy on the life. floor, yeah, <laughs> dragging myself everywhere. Just say you went to Meg Ryan's plastic surgeon. <laughs> Am I right, people? <laughs> <laughs> tell you what, <laughs> look how young I look. <laughs> sure. Suddenly getting lucrative TV roles. <laughs> or you have your same body, but you're a burrower, so you live underground and you have to eat earthworms for every meal. I mean, or so I'm basically a hideous monster with tentacles, just four though. Yeah, and one per limb. One per limb, and you know you could try to keep the people in your life that are already in your life. Like you're not I mean, starting from scratch. I'm assuming like getting back from the wizard duel. My wife is me. Like, Goodbye. Um, <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> see you later. Gross. Um, you're sleeping in the bathtub. Um, I mean, I guess you'd have a higher quality of life. Having tentacles, maybe you'd get on like some weird talk shows or stuff. 
Maybe finally get on Oprah before she passes away. <laughs> My dream to be on the Oprah show. All you do is get squid arms. <laughs> yeah. And there's, these are forever, though. There's no They're potentiality forever. of redueling no. this wizard. And no. I mean, do you, if you live underground, like, you're never coming out again? No, you just, like, sleep under... It's like where your home is. So whenever you would go home, you would go back to your home. So I can still do everything. But Except for you eat gotta... worms every meal and you live underground. But do I like worms? I think I mean, you does everything them. then taste think, terrible to me? I think except for worms? Like, in which case, no, I don't see I a problem with that. Like, like worms. What do they taste like? Maybe they taste good. Well, I think you could Cook add them. some seasonings. I've got some light shallots. Uh, <laughs> a little white wine sauce. Do not sauce. go to his weird burrow for dinner, I'll tell you that. <laughs> you won't. That ain't spaghetti. Uh, I mean, I guess I'd do the burrow one. I could make a nice burrow. I could have finished walls and things, right? It doesn't have to just be like a dirt hole. Yeah, I can't be like a nice house undergrounder. Then what's the uh, bargain? Excuse me, Dumbledore. Uh, <laughs> I just heard to live underground. A burrow underground. Uh, maybe your weird... Lincoln Log stuff is finally going to yeah, come in handy. Dragging the logs underground. dome situation or something. like, Or those like sh- uh, survivalist shelters they made. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'd be pretty nice. Pretty good. But just tentacles, you could, you're stuck with tentacles. Yeah. Like you're just a hideous monster. Yeah, and you would just sort of slide around from room to room. Like yeah. you couldn't walk anymore. You could not wear pants. It's like floppy, <laughs> right? Everywhere. <laughs> oh, I hear Dana coming. Oh, God, my husband's back. <laughs> good morning, everyone. Hello. <laughs> oh. Though it's a burrower thing. If your friends are like, let's get lunch sometimes. You're yeah. like, no, you really don't want to do that. Well, uh, uh, there's food all around us, gentlemen. I <laughs> see a, reach I right see in. a buffet right here. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Two handfuls. <laughs> yes. Okay, next question. I hear, wink, wink, you're mm. going to be a contestant on RuPaul's Drag Race and that your drag alter ego has really raising some eyebrows. What can you tell us about your lady persona? <laughs> She's got a penis. <laughs> what can I tell? Well, she's sassy as I'll get out. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she might fight with some of the other contestants in a super bitchy way. She's breaking the mold. Then. <laughs> That's right. I'll be the first one to use only my real eyebrows, so there will be no plucking involved. Bold. <laughs> yeah, and maybe some five o'clock shadow. That really no would makeup. be very bold. I'll be makeup free. <laughs> But I'll still, but I, but I'm also gonna dress like, more like uh, my my drag persona is that of like an an old patriarch of a family uh, or a matriarch, like an Aunt B type, uh, <laughs> which is I'm assuming a under underutilized element of drag. Of yeah, the, underrepresented. It can't all be young and skinny and beautiful. There's also fat old drag queens out there who need to make pies. You know the Dame Edna's of the world, yeah. uh, but be not like a, a white Medea. That's right. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I've seen every Medea movie in the theater, by the way. Have you really? I can't get enough of them. Is this true? Yeah. My friends, all my friends make fun of me. I'm like, you got to go to them. I said, uh, this, the, whatever them. that Christmas one, I was like, you got to, I'm going to see it, of course. They're like, why, why are you going? I'm like, it's a Medea movie. I see every Medea movie. Like, they're all, okay, I'll give it to you. They're all horrible. <laughs> Except when Medea's on the screen, then I can't get enough of it. Watching, <laughs> I just the, love it. It's, I the recognize, best thing I've heard all day. I recognize it's terrible. I recognize I have no problem. so happy right now. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> like, I used to go in New York. I'd go to the, you know, 
We'd go to those to the Beacon Theater, which was one of those ones that they do like those, you know, not in Mama's house with uh, Tay Diggs. That you know, those like they're like they're like the live plays of the version of those Tyler Perry movies. There's always like it'll be like some cheap play, and someone's always like they're like melodramas, like someone's cheating on someone else. You know, the the, the husband just can't be bad. He's got to be like the worst. So he's not only is he cheating, he's got four children. He's embezzling he's money from his company. He's like evil, like, because it's all like this morality stuff. But then people, for no reason, will just break into song in the middle and sing some song that has nothing to do with, not like, I don't know if my husband's evil. No, she'll just like sing some crazy song. I still got it. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> okay. But the audience, they go crazy. Like, people are still just screaming that they will, there'll be dialogue between the performers and people in the audience. Like, no joke. You need to get away from that man. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Oh, then back to the lines like, I just don't know what I'm going to do. Get out of the house. <laughs> you think I should? <laughs> Two people. Yeah. You think I should? 50 people. Dana yeah. joins in. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, it's just a riot. It's a riot. It's like old little church ladies. <laughs> but I can see the Medea movies also for the <laughs> same reason. It's a little, it's a little audience participation sometimes. This but. is very insightful. Um, <laughs> if you've never been, you should try it just once. You'll be 75% disappointed, <laughs> which is usually when Medea's usually, not on. Okay. <laughs> but, but, then, Medea. but then the golden moments that Medea comes on, you'll be 150% <laughs> excited. Sort of like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies and Jack Sparrow's not around. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. they're usually way shorter. The Medea movies yeah. are like, I don't know, 70 minutes or something. <laughs> like It's doable. It's yeah. really doable. Yeah. Okay, if any animated character you've voiced mm. could have sex with any Muppet in any location, Whoa. paint the scene. Hmm. I know. Any Fair animated fun. question, I mean, any animated character I have voiced mm-hmm. could have sex with any Muppet. Well, Shake has no genitals. I guess, like, Granny would probably be a good... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm touching this, though. You can touch it. Uh, no, I was like banging on like, <laughs> let's just see if I can ruin the show some more. Um, maybe, I feel like, uh, as far as the sexuality of the Muppets go, they kind of feel like... They have no uh, lower halves. There's that problem. <laughs> yeah, it's just some weird hippie. It's a hand. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm the bottom part. Oh, oh God. Very guys. Yes, I was here all along. Uh, I feel like a, a a a sexually fun Muppet would probably be Janice from the oh, Electric yeah. Mayhem. Yeah, uh, and Should I remember especially titillating when I was a boy because she in the Great Muppet Caper they're like all talking and everyone stops, but yeah. she has the line. She goes, "And if I want to walk around a beach naked." <laughs> Oh, right. and I was like, "Wow, Muppet just said naked." <laughs> so like, there's some weird connection of that in my mind. Why she would be the, she'd be the good one. So Granny and Janice. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know who. Where else would they would be? be? A, where wouldn't they be? You know what All I'm saying? All over the place. Hey, oh, <laughs> those tentacles. Back to the tentacles. Uh, Shake can watch and do comedy. That's right. Yeah, Shake has no genitals, so he wouldn't be very. And he's very awkward. Like, <laughs> yeah. maybe the alchemist. That'd probably be a. He's a gentle but firm lover, <laughs> but he'd probably have a he'd probably have a male, a male one, something Gonzo. creepy like, not that creepy. 
Yeah, I mean, no, like Scooter. Him and Scooter just making out in a corner. That that seems very natural to me. Like, Walk into a room. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're in here. Oh, sorry, guys. So sorry. Hey, boss. <laughs> his glasses off, just those little dots. Just trying to have a personality. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is your final question. Mm. If you could make a documentary about any social niche, who would you focus on? Whoa. Oh, man. That's a... Uh, it's a thinker. How about uh, how about about podcasters? Oh, yeah. That's a lot, but there's a lot of crazy ones. Yeah. Uh, no uh, no you present company uh, exclusive. Yeah, <laughs> of course, so, yeah. of course. No, I know that, you don't. Like, that would be kind of interesting, though, because you've got guys who are, like, super big and very professional. Then there's other guys who just, like, have, like, two listeners, but they've still been doing it for... A long you know, time. Ten years. Like myself, in a shoebox. Like, hi, I'm in my car. The only quiet room in my house. No. Like, that would be interesting. I, I'm very big into documentaries. Me I too. Thought. I love them. Uh, I'm trying to think what would be. What do you think? I don't know. They're actually making a, a, a podcast documentary called Earbuds. Yeah. That just got kickstarted. It's like oh. Graham Elwood and Chris Mancini from Comedy Film Nerds are behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they. Yeah, I don't know what it's going to be like. On. I can never have enough uh, documentaries about uh, not the lady portion, but about burlesque and vaudeville. I oh think yeah! That never. I just watched another one last night about what's his name, Irving Zinsner, who's the first last. It's called the first last comic. Oh, I've seen like, that one. And he's like he's like ninety two now, but he was like he used to be on Milton Berle all the time. He was like always up in the box. He was like, "Hey Berle, <laughs> you stink!" You know they do like the thing <laughs> yeah. like back and forth like. <laughs> Uh, uh, I always love those. I think there would be a good documentary in the guy that went on Pressure Luck in the eighties, and like they, they show that special. It shows a special two part episode. He basically memorized the different oh, patterns. Yeah. There's oh, like yeah. nine different patterns, and it's not illegal to do that, obviously. Yeah. So he could figure out always like which board it was within a couple of boxes. Yeah. So he would know when to hit it in order to get more money or more spins or whatever. And he won like a hundred thousand dollars. which was like a ton of money at the time. And they showed it as like a two part special. And of course it's like at the time they like thought the wheels are flying out. They couldn't understand yeah. all this. Cause at first it was like, wow, this guy's really lucky. And then it was like, yeah. no. And he like, it just was obsessive over it. He won that. And then he blew all his money. And I think he was like a, like he's like an ice cream truck driver or something. Like I would watch it. He's got a total fascinating life, this guy. Wow. And like it would be it would be good either like documentary or like, you know, a drama like yeah, a yeah. film version of like well, get, there's get a, a Bill Murray to play him or something. There's a guy who's very interesting uh that used to work at the Silver Spoon. Uh he was one of the waiters there. And Ricky Schroeder? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever he got into, he would be like I mean as far into it as you could possibly be. But he was a waiter there. It's like a little coffee shop, diner kind of place. Uh, but, like, he was into, like, bowling. So he would just, I mean, had every perfect equipment, bowling 300 games. Then got bored with that. And then, like, and then he's always been into movies. And, like, his living room right here, instead of this nice little furniture you had, instead of these old Apple boxes you got sitting <laughs> around here and crates and garbage cans, he I live just how put, I want to live. That's right. <laughs> He's a burrower. Don't you judge my life. <laughs> he put theater seats in. Oh, wow. And every single night when he goes home, he just invites people over, whoever. You want to come watch a movie? I'm screening these two movies tonight. That has like a mini enthusiast. movie theater. Yeah. And he was also like super into uh, 
all at very different stages of his life. But like he was into getting uh, autographs. So he would go, he would hire homeless guys to go with him. So instead of just like one guy like, Mr. Nicholson, could I have your autograph? There'd be five guys. But because he looked like the nice clean one, they, they usually would pick him. him. <laughs> You know, he'd get like enough space at the at the the rope or whatever that like they would sort of have one whole section and of all the you know or luckily or sometimes too he'd get you know then he would end up with one, two, three, four, five autographs because the guy would oh, yeah. sign everybody's oh, right. like And then he's in the money. Yeah. That's uh very fascinating. He's a very fascinating guy. I don't know where I don't know I know he went somewhere when the silver spoon closed, but I'm not sure. My friend Knows him very well. Who's into also in a documentary? I think there maybe we're going to do one about him. But yeah, it sounds kind sounds of perfect. Amazing. Yeah, I'm into that one about uh, that. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Lorenzo Pisoni. His dad founded the Pickle Family Circus, where like okay. Bill Irwin came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did a Kickstarter about to do it about his father, uh, but it's not. They're still making it or whatever. I took a clowning class from Jeff Hoyle at SF State years and years and years ago, and he was part of Pickle Family for a little while. Oh, yeah. It was pretty interesting. Yeah. Did you see the show he did here? No. Uh, Lorenzo Pisoni did like mm-hmm. all – it was basically a story of his life, but he did all his dad's stuff, like classic routines, and then did some of his stuff. It was very, oh, wow. very good. Just like real full-on – Unadulterated clowning, like that's awesome. No, no irony to it, or just like full, like you know, what he was supposed to be like a diver and going to dive into this little thing, but he had like flippers on and was trying to climb up like a twenty foot tall ladder and just could not get the feet. (laughs) You know, it's like so simple, but it's all in the art of how you do it. Like it was just great. It was so incredible. Put that on my resume once. It's like one of my like training. I put like clowning, Jeff Mm -hmm. Hoyle, you know, ACT or whoever it was. And I remember I got an audition where they're like, "You need to go in clown gear." Blah blah blah. And I was like, "I'm no, I'm not a clown. I didn't, <laughs> I, I didn't learn how to take blue. Like, I learned how to do like physical clowning bits, right. which is different, totally different." Than you need like, the well, red nose. And they're like, the "Well, you, you should take that off your resume then because it's confusing." And I'd be like, "Well, okay, but it, wow. it didn't say clown college. It didn't say like yeah, professional clown. Clown, yeah. It says clowning, which is a first thing off that, and under training, right? And it's You're under not training. saying special skills, special skills, clown, professional circus clown, <laughs> right?" <laughs> Fully no, equipped. Training. I took a train. I took a clown. We had in college. Uh, we took all circus skills. So I was. I can do like. I'm very good at the rolling globe. You know the big oh, ball. Yeah. Like you walk on. I can play the accordion on the uh, really? bowling. I couldn't do any of the. Uh, the physicality is not good for me. I couldn't do tumbling or any of that. Right. Any of that garbage. I'm no. Uh, you know, Mary Lou written. I don't need any better. But business. you don't need to be. You don't. You just be you. I work from here up. <laughs> That's enough. Guys, that's enough. we have a Mary Lou Retton, and that's Mary Lou Retton. Right? So, you know. Game changer. <laughs> you did it, Dana. That is a lot of pressure off my that's true. <laughs> shoulders now. You made it all the way through the podcast. And we're so proud I of feel you. like I've accomplished she something. She did it, today. right? Uh, you guys, follow Dana on Twitter, at Dana Schneider. Um, we're on Twitter as well. I'm at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vanessa Radlin. The podcast is at PMC Podcast. Thank you for being here, Dana. It was my pleasure. USA. Las Vegas. USA. Oh, no, we got to do the new one. <laughs> USA, <laughs> USA. You're okay. Yeah, make a song out of it or something. You're content to be a citizen. <laughs> America. That's the same chant, though. I need to do <laughs> Pretty it. much. I'll right. work hard. Next okay. time, I'll come back again with a new, uh, some new. And do it on the ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. New alternate USA chant. Thank That's you. I right. promise. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Uh, USA.
USA. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.